1: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah,
2: the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
3: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
2: We're privileged to be with you as we start a new week of broadcasting. And this week we're going to look at a man who's only mentioned four times in Scripture. But, Junie, when we look at the life of this man, I think there's much instruction for us. In fact, I think the best way to start is just to read from each gospel the the man mentioned. Of course, it is, we're speaking of Joseph of Arimathea.
3: We find Joseph mentioned in Matthew 27, 57 through 60, which reads, And when it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. And what's amazing, Shelley, is Joseph of Arimathea was a high priest, a Jew, on the Sanhedrin council. And what's going on in these days with Chabad, with um, the Orthodox Jews having discussions about the Jewishness of Jesus, here this is coming alive in the scripture that there was a Pharisee, there was a high priest, there was a man on the Sanhedrin council who had become a believer in Jesus. Amen.
2: All right, next we turn to Mark chapter 15, beginning in verse 42. And when evening had already come, because it was the preparation day, that is the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea came, a prominent member of the council who himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. And he gathered up courage, and went in before Pilate, and asked for the body of Jesus. And Pilate wondered if he was dead by this time, and summoning the centurion, he questioned him as to whether he was already dead. And ascertaining this from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. And Joseph bought a linen cloth, took him down, wrapped him in the linen cloth, and laid him in a tomb which had been hewn out of the rock, and he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb.
3: And isn't it interesting, Shelley, when you think of Joseph of Arimathea, an Orthodox Jew, a high priest, you think of him as being a believer. He identified with the body of the Messiah at such a difficult time. And you know, if we think of it today, the condition of the church... Uh, How far from um, really the biblical Hebraic roots of the faith have we come? Are we willing to identify with the body of the Messiah today throughout the world?
2: Well, Junie, let's look at it from the Gospel of Luke.
3: And behold, a man named Joseph, who was a member of the council, a good and righteous man, He had not consented to their plan and action. A man from Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who was waiting for the kingdom of God, this man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, and he took it down and wrapped it in a linen cloth and laid him in a tomb cut into the rock where no man had ever lain. That's Luke 23, 50 through 53.
2: And finally, we see Joseph of Arimathea mentioned in the Gospel of John, John chapter 19, beginning at verse 38. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but a secret one, for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate granted permission. He came therefore and took away his body. And Nicodemus came also, who had first come to him by night, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds weight. And they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen wrappings with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. So, Juni, these are the only times, as we said before, that Joseph of Arimathea is mentioned in the scriptures. We can summarize what the word declares about Joseph. Number one, he was a wealthy man. Number two, he was a disciple of Jesus, but in John, it was said that he was a secret disciple. Three, he was a member of the Sanhedrin council. Fourthly, he was waiting for the kingdom of God. So, Junie, you know, right away we know that it's obvious that Joseph of Arimathea knew the Hebrew scriptures. He was a very learned man, obviously, because he was also on the Sanhedrin council, it says he was a good and righteous man. And finally, he was fearful of the Jewish people, no doubt in regard to how he viewed Jesus. Because remember, it was a Sanhedrin council that was behind his crucifixion. They said, Crucify him. So we see what a dilemma this man found himself in. And we could say it this way on the one hand, he was a member of the Sanhedrin, <clears throat> excuse me, and at the same time, he was a believer. In the Messiah. In other words, he knew that Jesus was the Messiah, and yet he was fearful of the Jews, but courageous enough to go to Pilate to take the body of Jesus and bury it. It's amazing, June, don't you think?
3: Well, I think it's important to share with our viewers why he would be afraid of the Jews. At that time, the temple was still resurrected and they were still doing sacrifice. And the leaders of um, the Jews believed that Jesus was a heretic. And according to the Torah, what do you do with the heretic? But you stone them to death. In other words, uh, to the Jews, they believed that um, Jesus was not the Son of God, was not the Messiah. So uh, Joseph of Arimathea feared that um, he would be stoned to death if uh, the jewish people and the leaders found out that in fact he believed in jesus
2: so you know while you said that juni i think of how many perhaps of our own jewish kinsmen right here in this community possibly think and believe that jesus is the messiah but yet and we're going to talk about it at length on the next few uh, programs for fear of what people might say, they're fearful of declaring that they know that Jesus is our Messiah and the Lord of all.
3: And I think, Shelley, it's a lesson for us as part of the church, as well as being Jewish believers, that uh, how are we as Christians, uh, are we fearful to, um, to really be on fire for the Lord, for the rejection that we would receive from a family or friends who are uh, in the world, who aren't fully given to God? Are we willing to take such a stand today to be one with the Lord no matter what people think of us, no matter what the consequence might be in um, in taking that stand with the Lord and I really feel like in this time of preparation, in these uh, dark days, it's so important for us to really cry out to God, to be one with him, body, soul, and spirit, that he might change us and transform us, that we would be able to stand for the Lord in the days ahead.
2: And You know, Junie, to me, the, the paradox... Uh, one of the paradoxes, I could say, in the life of Joseph of Arimathea was that he was on the Sanhedrin Council, which, for the, which actually was very, very much against the claim of Jesus being the Messiah, and yet he was a disciple of the Lord. So the question that we need to ask ourselves now is this, is it possible to be a secret disciple of the Lord. Is it possible to really have the Lord in our hearts, be waiting for the kingdom of God, and yet not declare it? Are we not called, as John the Baptist was, to bear witness to the light, and Jesus was the light of the world? So the question we ask, we pose to all of our listeners, how many people in their hearts believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the Lord of all, and if you're Jewish, believe he is the Messiah, yet are fearful of the manifesting that belief in a visible way. Junie, it's a critical time, and we need to see who is on the Lord's side, even today.
3: And you know, Jesus is the light of the world, but he also calls us to be the light of the world. So if we allow... Him to live his life in and through us, our life then brings light and life into the world and to others. And you know, sometimes I don't think we realize the power of the resurrected life of the Messiah. When we give our heart and our life to the Lord, he gives us his life, and his life is filled with power, and his life is filled with um, joy, and his life is filled with peace. So when we yield our will to him and desire to do his will, then his life in us empowers us to be witnesses for him, to forgive, to love, to reach out, to love our enemies, to love the ungodly, to have a desire to see others come to the saving knowledge of Yeshua, of Jesus as the Messiah. And Joseph of Arimathea was an example for us in going to get the body of the Lord because um, Jesus at that time, the disciples didn't understand and know. They thought, how could this be? The Messiah died. He's not supposed to do that. He's supposed to deliver us. He's supposed to deliver um Our people, he's supposed to overcome the Roman government, he's supposed to bring peace to the world. And so, for Joseph of Arimathea to identify with the body of the Messiah at a time when it didn't look like he was who he said he was, is very big. Just like today, Shelley, to identify with Jesus and the condition of this world and to believe what he promised will come to pass is very, very big.
2: It really is powerful, Junie, and I pray that you and I, as well as our listeners, really grab hold of this because you cannot put a lamp under a lampstand, that lamp, a light, you cannot put it under. It needs to shine. And you know, the only physical demonstration of the Messiah in this day and age are the believers whose lives have been given over to the Lord. So Father, we thank you, Lord. I pray as we look at the life of Joseph of Arimathea and the ramifications and the consequences of looking at this, You would speak to all of our hearts, Lord, to be that light in the world that Jesus calls us, and to be a demonstration that we serve a living God. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.